Hello and welcome to Easy Rollers. This is Mike, your Dungeon Master speaking, and I am as always joined by Steve C as Volta, Steve B as Logan, Boehner as Lily, and Dan as Keenan. Thank you for joining us once again, and we hope you enjoy this episode, so let's get back straight to Vapapa. Hello everybody and welcome back to Easy Rollers, uh, episode 23, the recap. Um, following the battle to rid Castleview of Narfiliac and his minions, the party met, uh, met once more with Pelor, who had presented himself to them after burning away the forces of darkness with his holy light. Each in turn, he reached out to the party and gave them a vision that might aid them in their future endeavours. For Logan, proof that Harriet truly is his sister, and an order of knights who took him as a boy and trained him. To offer proof his family are alive, but in grave danger, and in much need of rescue from what remains of Elantalos. For Lily, a warning to use the power her sword possesses wisely, and beware that it could, all, uh, could do all kinds of harm if she doesn't word or wishes carefully. He also offered a pathway to the goddess Melora, who would be able to offer guidance through prayer. And for Keenan, a vision of a possible future where he hangs aloft over the world, plunging into it, and the darkness that has consumed it, the holy light destroying the world and all the evil upon it finally and for good slight retcon needs to go in there because uh we didn't mention something which we did when we first did it because it was a rerun of that episode um we said uh Pelor had actually made keenan uh, a champion of his champion of the light um, which means the key of Pelor is now a bit like an arc reactor. It sort of um, snapped to Keenan when he came out of his dream state and bang, attached itself to his chest. And the key um, was a, a very ornate sort of golden square with a globe in the center or a half globe containing like a living galaxy. Um, and that is the key of Pelor. And it gave him some uh, rather nice little abilities, I believe. Which uh, Captain Dan knows all about. Um, so, we'll carry on with the recap. Uh, Pelor informs the party that he has Narfiliac imprisoned on a demiplane for now, but it won't hold him forever, and they must destroy the sword that's in Griff's possession before he can escape and try to reclaim it for himself. After Pelor leaves, one of Lord Taylor's. Uh, Lord Taylor? Lord Taylor's night. Lord Taylor? Taylor? <laughs> After Pelor leaves, one of Lord Taylor's knights quickly rush in and bring the party to Parliament Square, where they find the Parliament building broken and a group of knights stood around the broken body of Lord Taylor himself, being attended to by a healer. Lily makes a desperate attempt to save him, but he's too far gone and passes away. Wolfer casts a spell to communicate with, the, communicate with the dead and has one final word with Lord Taylor. He tells Wolfer that he, could, he would leave control of the city with the party until a successor could be appointed. Morphe used magical means to convince one of the knights that Lord Taylor had left. Um... <laughs> My fingers auto-corrected to rifle. <laughs> He'd left leadership of the city 
to them, and after some conversation it appeared they would likely appoint one of King Razanog's lords to rule temporarily. Uh, the party must now decide on what to do next, and that's where we pick up the action, unless anybody would like to add in anything. If I've missed anything, or you're happy with that, then um, that's where we'll carry on. Um, cool. Okay, so you're in the square. You're in Parliament Square. Um, Lord Taylor's just passed away. His knights are sort of uh, looking a bit lost. Um, but you did have the other knight who came and started talking to you about uh, what was going to happen next. Um, Volta, you used... Uh, I can't remember the name of the spell, but you used a spell on him to portray... Uh, or, or convey the message that Lord Taylor wanted you guys to have lordship as you are clearly capable and uh, probably revered as champions of the city by now um, yeah it wasn't a spell it was my most engaging personality and uh, my uh, haunted ones kind of trait so I stared him deeply in the eyes and he saw the horror in my soul and was convinced I was telling the truth um, and he, uh, he either said or he will say to you, uh, well, I believe that, um... Oh. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah, yeah. You're... <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great honour if, uh, Lord Taylor's certainly left, uh, lordship of the city to you. I mean, you're clearly quite capable and you've certainly saved us. But, um, I know that you had a lot to do, uh... I believe there was talks of you needed to uh, organise transport for the forces to go north to Alantalos when uh, when the time comes. I think they're about a month out. All of our forces, the dwarves, are a bit closer, about a week or so. Um, of course, if you wanted to, Lord uh, King Razanog's got lords with him. They're all fairly well versed in running cities. Um, they could probably uh, do that for you if you wanted to have them take up lordship in your stead and uh, as soon as we can we'll appoint the people will appoint a new leader for the city um, that's probably for the best to be honest we've not got any experience ourselves and uh, we need to go pick up an airship of our of our own as well for, for transport uh, yeah um, Harriet will say uh, yes I think um Really, what we need to be doing is you have your airship to collect. We need to uh, we need to find out um, about transport. Probably wouldn't hurt to do some sort of a scouting mission in Alantalos, try and find out what's going on, get a better idea of the picture on the ground, so we know where to actually deploy. And There's of course, also word of the 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 eighty uh, star runner fella. Didn't he have some sort of weapon that we might be able to use, or something? I, uh, that was um, that was that bizarre cave that I found um, when we got the golem out the way. I remember you, you sent me there, and I've I came back to you to report on it, and then of course all this happened. Yes. So yes, um, the cave definitely needs some investigation into. It's something strange, and I remember you saying it. Uh, it reminded you of the, the. You said a ship of some description. Did you? I the goblin ship. Yes. We resurrected in. Yeah. His body was built. I mean, it, it seems a bit like a bit of a side quest, so to speak. But <laughs> if there's potential that it could help us in Atlantis, then maybe that's a way forward. Yeah, I, I and I definitely 
I could stay here in Castle View um, to help with the knights. I have influence in many different areas, and I could help them with establishing this temporary government. Um, the the shadows definitely could uh, provide much needed support there. Um, I... You can take my airship to go and do what you need to do. The crew will, of course, follow any of your orders. Um, but I could try and organize with my spies. We could try and organize a, a scouting effort in a Lancelot. That will help later on down the line to create your battle plans. If the I mean, Shadows got enough manpower here to, to deal with the Black Hand. Unfortunately not. Um, as far as I know, I'm the only, uh, the only one in the city. I could be wrong. Um, of course, even if I wasn't the only one, they may have perished in that attack. Uh, we don't know what state the Black Hand is in either at the moment. They, this could be an opportunity for them to make their move with everything being weakened. So, unfortunately, there's no way of telling until any of these mm. things happen, if they happen. Do we have... Do you think... So, I really don't... I, I know that we don't have the means to um, help the city as you know, the head of the city. But is there a way so we can help um, maybe the people who we can put responsible for it, not to, th that we can help them so the Black Hand will not take over? Because I think if we leave without making sure that there, are, there is enough power here, the Black Hand will move in, and I don't think we want that. It's um, it is against Lord Taylor wishes, and also I don't I don't like the idea of a criminal organization taking over the city. And the knight, uh, the knight says to you, um, <clears throat> I, I I agree with you, my lady. Um, we need to regroup and uh, see how many of those loyal to Lord Taylor are still alive um, from the fighting. And hopefully, uh, there's enough that we can at least hold until the dwarves arrive. Um, of course, uh, your elves are coming up from the south. They should be here pretty soon. We'll put them up as we promised in the city as best we can. Um, the dwarves and uh, our own forces will have to make camp outside. But once, I think once we've got a, a few extras who are, you know, loyal to the cause, I think... And if the, any number of Black Hand, they're going to probably uh, think twice before attacking. I just hope that uh, reinforcements can arrive quicker than uh, sooner than later. Than so, you know, the Black Hand do doesn't you, feel encouraged. Do you have? Do you have? Uh, you know, after the attack, I know that a lot of the the army and the people have died. But do you have any uh, magic use, users that you trust that they can always? keep us updated with the, the situation in the city so we know what's happening because I really don't want to lose it's a, it's a great responsibility what Lord Taylor gave to us and I feel personally responsible not to leave it in its own fate and so I don't know if the rest of the group will agree with that but I personally would like to keep up and help as much as I can maybe as an advisor for now and then afterwards 
after we take back Landalos, then I can come back and help the rebuild of the city and remove the Black Hand completely from here. Oh, I agree. Um, absolutely. Now, uh, we do have wizards um, within the uh, within the, the Parliament here. Uh, they were Lord Taylor's personal uh, uh, mages and such. Um, so yes, they probably do have means to make contact with you if you if you wanted to. Um, yes, no, I I really want to keep up updated on the situation because now it's my responsibility uh, of these people. I cannot ignore it. Uh, I can't speak for them, but I'm sure that they have magical means of making contact, and I will make sure that. Uh, as I'm the most senior officer here, I'll make sure that uh, we do stay in touch with you. Um, I'll keep abreast of any situations. Um, and of course, uh, and then Harriet butts in, I, I'm going to be here as well, Lily, don't worry, I can absolutely oversee. And I, I've had many dealings with the Black Hand, I shouldn't worry too much about them. I mean, the worst they can yeah, do is muster good. a band of, a band of disgruntled guards, I suppose, but... I yeah, don't think the guards will be much of a challenge for these knights. The thing is, in an already chaotic place, you don't want to create more chaos, and this is what they probably will try to take advantage of. I do agree with you. I do agree. Let me requests on lands of uh, King Grasnog, does it not? Yes, your uh, airship. King uh, is marching from the lands of King Grasnog. Yes, he is. Yes. If we fly your airship to pick up our airship, we will fly over the army of King Rasnog and turn to get a bloody move on. I don't think they're too far away, to be honest. I think they're only within a few days. I think the elves are probably going to be here tomorrow. Yes, yes, the elves. They're not exactly what you would call a coherent force, however, are they? I think if there's enough of them, though, I mean, they certainly uh, would make up numbers to fend off any band of renegades. And we should be guided, be guided by you. Um, but yes, I mean, it's a shame, really, that uh, King Rasnor couldn't have at least had your airship sent here. But he did let you know that it was ready and for you to go collect it. Um... Well, if we go for that first, it means we can get to the other places quicker. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. How long would it take us to get there on foot? What, um... Horseback, at least. You don't, you don't need to do that. You can take my ship. You can take oh, my yacht. Oh, that's true. Well, what... It, I mean, you got someone who can drive it back. Yes, yeah, so the crew's on board. It's like when you can... go for an MOT, you have to... Yes, yeah, so the, the crew will take you. Um, just let them know what I've asked, you, what asked of them. They won't question it. Okay. Well, that sounds... How, how soon can we leave? Do you need us here for help with anything? I think Logan would probably jump in at that point, but I say, let us not tarry. He likes saying that. <laughs> <laughs> he says that all the time. He does say that a lot. <laughs> let us not tarry here. <laughs> let us not tarry here. The recent news of my knighthood has rubbed off on me. Oh. <laughs> um, says, uh, yes, uh, I, you didn't get a long rest or anything last time, did you? But it won't matter if you're doing travel by air. You'll have plenty of time we, to rest. We did take a long rest, actually. Oh, you did take a long rest. We did, yeah. Isn't it like uh, the next day until the funeral or something? 
that was it. Yeah, we, we we rested up after speaking to Lord Taylor's minion, and then we convinced him the day afterwards that he'd slept on it and woke up thinking, "Oh yeah, there must have been telling the truth." Oh right, okay. There we are. That's what I was saying. Remind me of this sort of stuff because <laughs> I had it in my mind. This is still the same day. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this 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 conversation took part in another area within the what's left of the building uh, the next day. So yes, yeah. uh, Harriet will tell you. No, you don't need to hang around. You can you can mug her off if you want to. Bye. <laughs> yes, choose spares. <laughs> Let us not tarry. <laughs> not Come on, no. more like where's a pluck socket I can shove my fingers into? Oh. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Cool. So uh, yeah, you head back to the airship. Um, dock and uh, i mean on your way through the city you do see that people are starting to you know sort things out so they can rebuild um but you head back to the dock and harriet's airships there and the crew are there they'll just sort of they recognize you of course and then what's what's going on you can tell them we're going to get our ship oh, there. You're going to <laughs> come there. <laughs> we're going on an airship hunt we're going to catch a big one <laughs> I'm scared. We're not scared. <laughs> I think I think her airship. I think we said before you could do that trip in probably about two or three days. I don't oh, think yeah. um, particularly far for her ship because it's quite quick. Um, and that's what, if you drive it at the speed limit. Yeah, exactly. Um, limit. Anything downtime you want to do while you're on board this ship? Um, it's always a bit of poetry writing, a little bit of reminiscing about things, you know, nothing, nothing particularly, uh... So is, does this mean that we are traveling three days on a ship, or are we waiting in the city? No, no, you're on the, you're on, uh, on Harriet's little, uh, yacht ship thing. Hmm. I am the, Lily is very keen to see how, because it's the first time... I think that she sees the ship, isn't it? Did I, I don't remember oh, if I traveled you, before. You've been yeah. on it. Yeah, that's how we got to King Oh, this is how we went. Place. Oh, it's fine. Okay. I'm trying so to find I'm some blinking character sheet. trying to entertain myself with a clue and learn more about this magnificent technology. I might try and teach the sentient potato a few tricks. Eldritch Blast or something, you know. <laughs> Is it not moldy by <laughs> now? No, yes, I, I checked this. He's still surviving. The potato lives on for the moment. So did you, so. Did you do a health check? <laughs> <laughs> I think his name was Tony Starch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, by your second day of travel... Uh, one of the crew up on the deck here shouts down, um, all stop! And the ship does come to a stop. And he comes down and says to you guys, uh, there's something strange up here. If you want to check it out. Is it in what? the neighborhood? What is it? Um, we found a platform floating in the, uh, in the clouds. Oh. I take a look. Is there a platform there? Yeah, I mean, if you go up on deck, there's like a. It looks like um like a Minecraft, like you've built like a like stone 
blocks into a big, oh, the, the big square puzzle. A big square, a big square platform in amongst the clouds, just floating there. Uh, uh, does it look like it's made of rock or dirt or? No, it's stones. It's it's like stone. a stone. It is a stone platform. Hmm. Does it have any creatures on top, or is it just? No, I mean they pull the ship. They pull the ship up quite close to it, um, and it's uh, twenty-five feet by twenty-five feet across, roughly. Um, but yeah, there's nothing. Does it look as if it has been? You know, if it was kind of on, if it was, if it was a part of the ground, and it does it look as if somebody just with magical means just crack it out of the ground and it just started... No, no, it looks like it was purposely built to float there. Very I am very impressed. Docking areas, chains or posts, hitching posts? Nope, just a stone platform. Mm. Are we close right. enough uh, to poke detect, it? I want to do detect magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to do detect magic. It is definitely magic. Can I understand uh, um, what um, School. schools of magic? Uh, you can definitely detect evocation. Mm -hmm. Is the magic all, all all over it, or does it have also things on it that they are glowing separately? Um, you you can see uh, the whole thing does glow, but yeah, I mean, there's like. There's there's a hot spot on the um, on this platform. There is a hot spot, guys, where the magic it seems. Oh, it's just it's just glowing all around, you know. It's just. It maybe it's the, where the magic comes from. We can go and have a look. Or I can do the spell magic on it. I mean, um, I can take a look. I suppose. I... I'd like to tie a rope around me. <laughs> if this goes wrong, then make sure to grab me. <laughs> okay, do you, can, can the whole crew hold all of us so we can go and have a look? I would like to come with you. Well, I, I'll step on, and if it doesn't oh. immediately fall, we can we can all take a look. You know, Logan, uh, you know, reason not to go. I'll stay back, but I will send Bumpsy with you. Okay. Um, well, I guess Terry not. <laughs> That's just not Terry. Uh, Kian, I can, uh, you don't need to. I can actually save shift and oh. fly us there. Okay. Turn so... into an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Those creatures are famous for flying. Yeah. Straight down. <laughs> so, so who's going and who's staying and how are you going? I'm staying, but I'm sending Bumpsy as a witness because I can see through his eyes. I think Logan realised he can't fly, so he'd probably stay on the boat. I'll no, go, he'd probably go. Logan would go. You know he'd go. Come on, Logan would go. We'll try a rope around him. We'll all be roped to the boat, just in case. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to see what I can transform into because I can be... I'm just trying to save shift to to use my wild save. Mm -hmm. Um, like a large eagle or a hippogriff. I think you can just do that, can't you? It's just like a 
casting it, on. It is in the yes, yes, but it, it just says how much is the challenge rate uh, of the creature I can be. Oh, cast. I see. Well, the thing is, if you're in an eagle form and something goes bad, then you can stay in eagle form. And if I drop that to zero, then you come back as Lily and you just have your normal. Yeah. Just yeah. To see how big I can be so I can actually carry them. Giant eagle, 324. Giant eagle. Giant eagle is challenge rating one. Um, I can be bigger. It's a large beast. I would say you could probably get away with that. You could probably, I think, you, I, I would say, what's it, strength, 16. Yeah, you could probably carry them in your talons across if you wanted to. Yeah, I think it would be easier rather than getting, you know, uh, putting okay. the ropes and everything. And I can do it twice so I can go and then come back. Okay, so you want to drop one off on the platform and then go back and get the other one. Yes, I can. Yes, I will do that, and I will remain in this form until. Uh, So let's say you're dropping Keenan off first. Where would you like to be in this square, Keenan? Somewhere in the middle or on the edge? Top left corner. Top left. Okay. So I'm gonna say on the edge. Uh, Logan, I think you're probably just going to drop him next to Keenan. Uh, he's not here to tell us himself. Um, what are you going to do then? You're going to fly in and you're going to stay in legal form? Yeah, so while I'm approaching uh, <clears throat> the thing from above, uh, you remember that you told me that there is a place that it emits more light when, like radiation when I was checking with um, mm-hmm. uh, Detect Magic. So I'm approaching there. And then while uh, before I let I leave them there, I have a look around just to make sure that nothing is so I won't put them in danger. And while they are down there, I will just stay above to monitor the place and see if there's any movement or we see anything. Cool. Uh, no, there is um, nothing else. And where it's glowing, there's no obvious markings either. It just seems to be one of these bricks of the platform. Or blocks is just seemingly different to the others. Inter- magically different to the others, but to view it without to spell magic, you wouldn't be able to tell. I'm going down then with them. Okay, so you're hanging around on the edge at the moment. Yes. Is, does it fall down when we land on it? No, no, nothing. It's just floating there in the clouds. It's solid. It's, it's solid. You've just got clouds all around you. I'm going to land Bumpsy on Logan's shoulders so he looks a little bit like a pirate. <laughs> okay. You can carry Bumpsy around, just a big raven sort of sat perch on one shoulder. Yar! Cawing in his ear and. <laughs> but as, they, as they progress a little bit more away from the ship, I'll be able to see through Bumpsy's eyes and, and be as if I was there with you. Well, nothing happens. As long as you're hanging around on the outside, nothing is going to happen. 
I mean, we would inevitably slowly make our way around it and in inwards, I imagine. If you make your way to the center, all yeah. three of you, nothing seems to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you tease! <laughs> <laughs> um, time of day, is it? Oh, it's like the second day of travel, probably like midday or something like that. It's fairly sunny. It's not, you know, well, I mean, you're up in the clouds, so I mean, it's it's a bit like when you're on an aeroplane. It can be really a dismal, like yeah. But then when you go up, it's all right. Yeah. Through the rings, I will message. Are there any markings around on the floors or anything? Have you looked at things? You know, have you checked? Um, I become Lily again, and I want to no. do some <laughs> nature check. Uh, yeah, I mean. I can tell you now, without rolling, it won't do very much because there isn't anything particularly natural about this. It's just a floating magical platform, so... Yeah, but really... if I see any, like, uh, footprints or something that indicates that something landed there, or...? No, there's nothing like that. It's just, yeah, you can see there's nothing obvious like that. Even if you even if you had a nat twenty and you literally was there with mag, mag, uh, magnifying glass, you would see that it is just a platform. All right. So I say to them, gather around me, hold my cloak, and uh, I want to do, dispel magic on the brick. So if it falls, I will become a, an eagle and fly so they can hold my talons. Okay. So yeah, I want to do spell magic. Oh wait, I um reach into my pocket and click my immovable rod and just hold on. <laughs> Doesn't that need to be anchored somewhere? It, you just click it and it stays wherever it is. Oh okay, perfectly. <laughs> so I have that. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um. If you cast a spell magic, mm-hmm. nothing happens. That's it, boys. <laughs> this is where it can, my knowledge goes. I don't know. What's Volta I, doing? Slowly laughing myself to pieces at watching the long distance televisual play through Bumps' eyes at messing around on a floating rock when an empty rock of floatingness that's just go and pick up some damn airship. I don't know. Delaying things, peasants. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to be particularly exciting. Do I? Do I um, recall anything? Have I heard of floating platforms for? for um, give me a uh, give me a check for that one. Give me a uh, history. That would be history. You probably yeah. built them, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Doing online, an onliner history. Online. Oh, it's not too bad. 17. Um, you've heard tales of uh, cloud giants. And sometimes they like to set traps. <laughs> we should probably go back to the ship. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but... Why? What do you mean? 
uh, my mum told me stories when I was a kid about sky giants and, and traps of some sort. I, I don't know how this would work, but... Oh, if it's okay. going to be anything, then it does look pretty ominous, you got to admit. Yeah, well, we tried to see what it is, nothing happened, mm. so... Yeah, I'm happy to fly you back. Go back to the ship. Okay. Um, <laughs> you uh, you head back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Whatever the trap was, it wasn't sprung. Nice. When we're on the ship, can I look up further, see if there's anything above it? <laughs> no, there's nothing above it. It was just a platform amongst the clouds, but... You didn't meet the conditions that I had set. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I wonder whether we've been all gathered in one place, bouncing up and down on the glowing stone. <laughs> well, I'm just holding this thing up. <laughs> why don't you go and give it a go? <laughs> See how it ends up. But I'm okay. I can fly. I don't mind. Do you want to go and do you all want to go and investigate this glowing <laughs> section? Well, the section that glue, uh, glowed the, the most. <laughs> you would have to convince me really value to, I tell you. <laughs> I'm not listening to any of Logan's rubbish on this. See, in character, I'd just be like, let's go. But <laughs> <laughs> metagaming, I want to know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Schmelin wasn't very happy about that outcome. <laughs> <of it. laughs> you cannot give us such a big trap and not <laughs> uh, not kill us. Well, I, no, I had conditions for it to go off, and you didn't trigger them. So, so we 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 should probably go back and start jump up and down. My sense bumpsy. What more do you want? You know, I can make him eat more bread. Oh, we didn't touch the the brick. Maybe that was the thing. Well, it depends on how badly you want to try and like spring the trap, really, doesn't it? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Onwards. If you want to move on, you can move on. That's a shame. I was looking forward to that. Never mind. <laughs> okay, go <laughs> back and touch it. <laughs> no, it's fine. You, 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 you failed to, to trigger it and you've moved on. Um, so you finish off this day's travel and the final um, day you arrive um, at the familiar site of the fjords and the mountains surrounding Karnlode. And the ship comes in um, to the fjord uh, where, the, where the dock is. Uh, just below Karnlode itself. Um, and there are several ships all docked. Um, people, as before, very busy and going about their work, uh, moving barrels and crates and loading ships and unloading ships. Um, and you land and the crew sort of bid you farewell and say, well, um, we're going to return to Castleview just in case uh, Harriet needs us. Obviously, you have your own ship here now, so um, good luck. And... Uh, of course, try and get hold of Harriet if you need anything. I'm sure she'll be in touch with you. Thanks very much. And once they drop you off, they sort of thank you. turn around and toodles. Toodles. Uh, sorry, Dan. Can you take your messenger, please? 
So, uh, here we are in Castleview on the on the uh, on the dock. So, away from the docks, the road leads up the, the hill slightly for about I think it was about a mile, and then there's the the base of the mountain there, which is where the city is itself. But here, of course, it's quite um, the fjords. Fjords are very long, sort of lakes and rivers and such. So, set in amongst the valleys of um, of the mountains. So it's quite a long stretch. Wooden decks, uh, huts, and other uh, buildings built um, where things are, like warehouses, things are going in and out. Uh, and a dwarf um, comes up to you, and he uh, is carrying a clipboard with various papers on him. Um, it's winter. Um, it is cold here. Uh, he's got a very heavy winter coat on, um, which is plain with brown fur around the cuffs and the and the neck of it. Um, he has tanned skin and a thick red beard. A big, fl- a big fluffy hat with the like the ear covers um, on him. Uh, if you're not wearing any winter gear, you might want to put some on if you do have it. If you don't have it, you are going to be feeling the cold. It's not particularly pleasant. I have a request to digitate my clothes form. Cool. Do I feel cold? <laughs> uh, I guess it would be against your damage immunities. Um, I've got a set of ki- oh, fine clothes. Uh, probably won't keep you warm. I I put them on top of the clothes I'm wearing <laughs> as an extra layer. I'll <laughs> give you. Are you wearing any more clothes? Are there any shops around so I can buy some clothes, please? Well, there will be in the actual city, yeah. Um, but he uh, he'll say to uh, greeting strangers. I am the dockmaster. Uh, name's Indigo Alders. Uh, you don't look particularly well dressed. For the weather. Uh, so, hold on. Why don't you come with me down to the the uh, the office, and we'll see what we've got in there in the way of coats. And you lead down um, down the dock, down the way, a couple of yards, you know, into a, a stone-built building with um, wooden uh, extremities. And he takes you in and sort of rifles around in a in a chest. He's right here. You go. This should uh, stave off the cold for a little while. And you've all got sort of like parkers, basically. Quite thick, quite um, well lined with fur, but uh, ill-fitting, because they are dwarf sized. Um, So if you're uh, human sized, uh, obviously, well, you pretty much all are. Um, It's It's the same I'm not a higher level, because we would have been in the beats within a few minutes. Yeah. Control weather. <laughs> yeah, well, um, they'll keep you warm for a little while, but of course the effects of the cold is you'll start getting exhausted uh, if you stay in the cold and ill-prepared clothes. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll stay in here for a minute. It's slightly warmer. Um, but uh, tell me, what's your business here in Carnalore, dear strangers? We're, um, well, we have been here before. You probably wouldn't remember. We were here during the siege a while back. We helped uh, fight out. Fight out? I don't know <laughs> what I'm trying to say. But either way, we've come to pick up an airship that the uh, King Razanog had uh, made for us, commissioned. Ah, you're them. Hey. Yeah, I was told to expect some uh, some travellers, actually. Uh, 
let me just check on my list and he starts going through his papers. He goes, right, can you give me yeah. your names just so I can confirm that it's, it's you? It, it might be under Devil's Bane. Uh, no, I haven't got nothing like that. I mean, what what, what are uh, your names? You could try for it, huh? Aye, that's the name I've got on here. Uh, anyone Lily? else? Lily, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one of them. And Keenan Finnana Hennigan. Yep, and and, uh, and then Logan. and Logan. Aye, aye, I got you all here. Uh, right, okay, well, that's. Uh, that settles that then. It's a, if there's nothing else you can give me to approve your identity, then I mean, it's all I've got to go with. Uh, there was a letter left for you, actually, from uh, from King Raznog himself. Uh, I neglected to post this anywhere, so I will read it to you. Who would like to receive the letter? I can receive it. Okay, um, I pass it. He passes it to Lily. And if you open it, it says on there, um, Dear Adventurers, if you're reading this letter, then I'm sorry I'm not here to welcome you to your new vessel. It means that the cogs are turned and you have made progress in retaking Alantalos, and you have both... You have both had news the ship is ready... Hang on, what have I written there? You've made progress in retaking Alantalos, and you have both had news the ship is ready and that you have found it necessary. Come and collect it. I've not had the honour of inspecting it myself, but from what I saw, it's looking like it'll be a fine airship. Uh, regretfully, I believe the winter set in work on the. I be, regretfully, I believe the winter set in, uh, and work on the lodge has slowed down. Will probably be completed sometime in the spring. I've assigned a captain, the crew to the ship, until you become familiar with the running of the ship yourselves, and feel confident to employ your own crew. Oh, and don't worry, you don't need to pay them. Uh, their wages covered by Khan Loader. Um, I look forward to meeting you again soon to discuss battle plans. I'll meet you at Castle View in due course. Yours, King Razanog. Um, mm. Now, I did post into Discord somewhere the appropriate stat blocks and the image of um, of the airship, which was called, I believe, da -da 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 -da, the Defiant. If uh, Branch is able to, he might be able to share a picture of what it looks like. I think he's had to step away for a second. Oh, he stepped away for a moment. That's cool. Okay. Um, well, for anyone watching, there is actually a, an image which I created of what the ship looks like. Um, if we get that up tonight, we do. If not, then uh, we could always do that next time. It's not the end of the world. Uh, cool. So, um, he will uh, show you down the... Uh, down through the dock towards where your ship is. Um, and yeah, so the ship itself looked like, if I get the description up, uh, for people bitchin. to enjoy... It was bitching. For people to enjoy the description of this ship. It would help us in the right area of the file. <laughs> The Defiance. There it is. Uh, so, you was led down the uh, down the dock, and you arrive at what looks to be, um, for all intents and purposes, a normal kind of um, oldie wooden ship. No masts, however, and there's two great big uh, wings on it, effectively, which, um, for lack of a better description, are somewhat like what you see on the Starship Enterprise 
Um, but again, with the picture, it'll make more sense when we get that up. Uh, it has a conning tower, and behind that, and so the conning tower is quite forward on the ship. Behind that is a glass dome um, towards the back section, and then there's the raised up uh, aft section with um, some sort of great big cannon on it. You can see four ballistas, port and, uh, and starboard. Um, and what seems to be just in the water, you can just see a, a long prow, which comes to a point, so perhaps some sort of battering ram. Uh, so, that's what you see. Um, and that's just sort of taking in this view. Uh, you hear a voice call down. Um, and let me just remind myself of the captain. Uh, aye, right. Um, greetings! Uh, you must be the adventurers I've heard of. I'm Captain Decalion Steen. Please step aboard. And there is a gangway if you want to make your way up. And you're greeted by a female dwarf. Uh, she's wearing a winter coat as everyone else is around here. Uh, it's blue and quite long. She has a tricorn hat, um, long black plaits. Uh, tied up behind her head, um, rosy cheeks, and very green eyes. She's very pretty to take on. Um, so, um, I'm afraid I don't know your names. Um, please do tell me who you are. <laughs> That's uh, nice to meet you. I'm Keenan. Nice to meet you, Keenan. This is uh, Lily, Walter, Hello. and uh, Logan. Over there, beating up the side of the wall. <laughs> beating up the side of the wall. <laughs> Not beating off at the side of the wall. Oh, me. Oh, I must just tarry on this wall. <laughs> well, it's very nice to meet you all. Um, I'm the captain, as I said, I'm Captain Steen. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'll be helping you. I'll run the ship. Um, we do have a crew. Ready to go. Uh, this is, uh, and she points across, um, and uh, up on that sort of raised up section at the back there. Uh, you guys can probably pull this up on um, Discord if I think it's in there somewhere. If you want to remind yourselves of what it looks like uh, near this big cannony thing, uh, that's my first officer, uh, Dern Windwalker, and he is an Arakokra. He's very vibrantly coloured. He looks a bit like a parrot. Well, he is a parrot basically. Uh, he's again blue coat. Um, he's got his po a pocket watch and a monocle, uh, and a uh, what the hell does that say? A cocked hat. <laughs> a what? What did I mean when I said cocked hat? Oh, I think it, I think he's got a tricorn thing, but it's like off to one side. Oh no, it's the long it's the long ones with the um, you know, very Napoleon type. The bi the bicorn hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, yeah, but this isn't. This is, um, I said that Napoleon style hat. Um, I said that he's, uh, he's my first officer. Um, and then uh, you have his uh, sister, and that's the sailing master, Hendra Windwalker. I don't know where she is at the moment. She might be below. Um, and then uh, we got the boatswain. Um, Magnea Walker is uh, he's quite old. He's a bit crotchety, but you know he's uh, he's but he's he's a good sailor. 
Uh, we've got the chief engineer. She's down below somewhere. Uh, Morn Leonis. Uh, she's an elf. Like yourself, a good lady. Uh, and you've got the gun crews. They're led by uh, Patrick Breacher. He's another dwarf, like myself. Uh, you've got your cook. He's down in the galley. Um, Van der Felis. He's a young elf. Uh, he's sort of, I don't know how we really acquired him. He's not that great, to be honest. Um, and then there's a surgeon. Uh, he's about somewhere. Uh, Volpa, uh, Incultis. Uh, he's, a, he's a halfling, actually. He's uh, one of the, the wee ones. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of dotting about doing various bits. And of course, there's um, other sort of dogs' bodies doing crew work. So these guys that I mentioned are kind of like the heads of their departments. So they're the ones who like lead various bits and bobs on the ship. But they do have people beneath them. Um, it's going to take you a little while. Obviously, you have to do introductions yourself and figure out what everyone's doing and where you sort of fit in on the ship. The best thing I can really suggest for you is to uh, just get to know the stations. Um, so inside the glass dome there, that's the helm. That's actually where my first officer spends most of his time. Um, or was it? Hold on. Hold on. I've got all different bits written down here for this, because this gets very complicated. Uh, no, I'm, t I'm telling a complete lie. Um, it's, uh, it's our sailing master. She spends a lot of time in there. Uh, the first officer does more of the uh, the navigation side of things. He spends more time up in the um, in the Colin Tower, um, up right at the front there. Um, obviously, uh, we've done away with uh, sails and masts, because this is an airship. Um quite an advanced one actually and uh, the Colin Tower sort of serves more as like a crow's nest on a traditional ship but uh, you try to find the image there yeah. you know I could have actually done that myself if you look at Captain Dan Face's screen that is uh, the Defiant so you have yeah the uh, the raise up section at the back with that cannony looking thing. Um, you see what I mean by like the Starship Enterprise style wing type engines. Uh, and then you've got the conning tower at the front, similar to what you have on a submarine. And the glass domey thing uh, behind. Um, and then that sort of battering ram type thing at the very front on the prow. Um, not a bad little image if I say so myself. I think I did a good job there. <laughs> um, yeah, but she says, I, really, I think those. Uh, those are what the things you should do, really, is just get to know some people on board and maybe just uh, sort of see how things go. But uh, have you got a sort of destination in mind where you'd like to go next or on your adventures? We don't want to be sat around here in port forever. We're fully stocked. we got uh, plenty of food and water on board. Um, we're armed, so uh, we shouldn't have too much difficulty if anyone tries to attack us. She's all yours. Well, I suppose we should take her out for a spin. Have you been for a flight yourself? Uh, no, this will be a maiden voyage. She's oh. been built and commissioned. She's been sat here waiting for you. We've run tests, of course, to make sure engines are working and stuff like that. Well then, Captain Stain, I suppose we should take her out. Yeah, aye, but... Uh... Where? 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 <laughs> we'll just fly around in circles for a while. Go fast. Go fast. What the... um, seems like an awful where waste is... of fuel just to be. Where is the closest summer place? It's 
go there? Summer. Uh, there isn't very many warm places this time of year, my lady. In the island of uh, the Star Honor, where where is the island of the Star Honor? Can you remember in your vast memory? I can. I'm sure I can. It was on the oil of. That's a picture of a dragon. (laughs) Is he going to remember? Oh, that's really old notes. It was a long time ago. It was like... Oh, we'll get it. Wilcox, the Goliath. (laughs) Remember Wilcox, the Goliath? I do remember Wilcox, yeah. He was trained for murder. Fort Rock. Okay, that's around there then. I'll give you a clue. It's when Buckwin um, Island, Buckwin, <laughs> where Waterhole is. Ah, yes. Uh, you want to go to Buckwin? Yeah, I know where Buckwin is. Uh, Waterhole's up that way. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's where the Alacocla Guild is uh, stationed. Yeah, we can go there. What, uh, what, what sort of business is it you need to do? Is it any of my business? I'm guessing adventures such as yourselves. I mean, we're going to probably be running into dangers and troubles and that's not a problem the crew's ready to face whatever I mean we are on an armed ship after all we are um... there may be troubles ahead but while there's moonlight and music and love and romance <laughs> I well, if... your hair is magnificent oh I thank you very much you're uh, you're definitely a, a, a picture yourself thank you <laughs> you could join me in my uh, in my quarters later on for a wee drink if you like. Ooh. All of you. Hang on. This is taking a turn. Uh. Can, I, can I respectfully decline? <laughs> uh, if you want to. Do, do uh, we have quarters it... of our own, by the way, Captain? So. Uh, yeah, so we're just, um, yes, down below decks, I haven't actually drawn up the internals of the ship yet, to be honest, I completely forgot about that. Um, it's a couple of decks, and there will be a deck dedicated to quarters. Her quarters are in the rear of the ship, inside of that sort of bit of the back. Um, and that's also where the officers sort of come to uh, hold meetings and such the like. But yeah, your, the general crew quarters are below, and it's just a series of cabins. So you've got a corridor that sort of leads around the ship, and there's just cabins all around, um, basically. Why um, are they called quarters? Does it have any relation to it being a quarter of the space? I don't know. That's something for you to Google later on. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you an, an, a, a summary, but maybe off-stream, because it's really quite boring. Yeah, there are quarters down below. Um, perhaps uh, I'll get uh, one of the officers to... Uh, probably the boatswain. He, uh, he can probably take you around and um, show you a few bits and bobs. Show you where you're probably going to find some empty quarters, because, of course, a lot of people have been here for a while. They've taken their own spaces already. Uh, but they're all, 
equal in size and lay out this, you know, beds, desk, that sort of thing in there. Good, good. I would hope that the owners of the board, we might, we might find some quarters, a little corner somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's it's modest, you know. It's nothing, nothing too exciting, of course, but. But uh, anyway. thank you for your kind invitation at drinks this evening. It will be delightful to um, open a cork with you. Aye, well, yeah. Um, officers generally take dinner with me in my quarters, so um, yeah, we'll be there. Bring yourself along. You can sample uh, some of Vanda's uh, delicacies, shall we say. Is there a, a, are there quarters for ladies? Oh, it's individual quarters. You got your own space. Oh, that's good. You're not because sharing, are you? Can share if you want to with someone, but no. It's all individual. Cool. Thank you. Uh, well, she'll give the nod, and uh, you start hearing the thundering of these engines as bursting into life, and. Um, the whole thing starts to shake and vibrate a bit and eventually starts raising up out of the lake. And uh, if you want to know how it works, I can tell you. If you just want to accept the fact it works, it works. <laughs> it's entirely up to you. Um, but up it goes. And uh, the adventures. The uh, helicarriers are taken off. Yeah, something similar to that. Um, <laughs> what it, on the bottom, basically, there's um, some... I think it's in the picture. There's some like globes, and it uses uh, magic to basically raise itself. That is, it's, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of what, what it might be like. It's all like a magical force being pushed down, and it's it's lifting the whole thing up. And then the the winged engines are just the thing that thrusts it forward. So altitude's controlled by how much up and down thrust is being uh, produced by this magical effect underneath. There is a greater explanation um, for it, but that's the basic uh, know-how. Uh, but the day goes on and um, it comes around to evening. Did you want to Do you want to sort of have that RP experience at the dinner table? Or do you want to just skip ahead to heading to Buckwin? I mean, we'll have some polite conversation. Get to know the crew a bit. This is where I uh, they're going to be potentially laying down their lives for us. This is where I made a rod for my own back. <laughs> All these NPCs. Um, cool. So I mean, if you go to her quarters, she's there at the head of this table, and with her is the first officer, so Dernwin Walker, the Arakokra. He's the vibrantly coloured one. Looks a bit like a, a Harlequin Macaw. I think was the actual name for it. Um, his sister is there, Hendra Windwalker. She's also obviously an Arakokra, but she's more of a grey macaw. Uh, just pretty much the same, you know, uh, the blue waistcoats and that sort of jazz. They're all in more formal gear now rather than um, winter clothes, even though it's still cold, of course. Uh, who else would be in there? I think you've probably got the chief engineer, who is the female elf, uh, Morn Leonis. Um, she is still wearing her dirty boiler suit. Uh, it's well used, has a lot of te uh, tears on it, she has a tool belt, she has goggles, long brown hair, it's all tied up. Um, skin's not as smooth as what you expect to see of an elf, she is um, calloused and you know a little bit bruised and cut here and there from her job. Um, 
And the surgeon, Volpa uh, Incultes, the halfling man, uh, halfling male, I should say. He's got wispy hair, a grey short beard, uh, white shirt, short black trousers. Um, and yeah, he's there. The cook, Vanderfalus, is sort of, uh, you know, adorning the table with various foods. He's a young elf man. He's got short hair. He's wearing chef's clothes, very dirty, very stained. His hands appear to be cut and burnt, but he seems to be quite timid. Um, as you come in, she'll say, Ah! Our, our, uh, our new masters, I suppose I could call you. Perhaps, I don't know. I don't really know what to call you, to be honest. Call us um, crew. Our additions to the crew. Uh, come and sit down. And she sort of gestures to a few seats at the table and you sit down. And these quarters are quite nice. You've got the window, traditionally like an old ship. The windows at the back that overlook out over what's behind you. Um, it's quite a large room. There's a there's this desk which is obviously being multifunctional. For now, it's a dinner table. There's some bookcases in here. There's uh, charts and other things. Um, and yes, yeah, she sort of gestures and you sit down. And she's... Um, She'll tell everyone around the table your names. Um, I'm not going to go through all that again. And, um, yeah, this young elf, the chef, the cook, at Captain Dan Face's request, he is French. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll place some food in front of you and sort of lift this lid off of the, off of the plate and there's some sort of weird-looking soup. Ah, uh, God. French accent. Uh, this is this is your meal for the evening. Um, I'm not very good at French. It is a lovely f uh, onion soup. This is very good French accent. Isn't it? <laughs> it, uh, it, I get my outrageous French accent back at some point, but this is an onion soup, and it has many root vegetables inside of it. <laughs> I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very timid, I was <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of does the same for everyone else. And would anybody like the vine? Which is like uh, obviously, obviously, when Lily realized that everybody went there, I she went there. And of course, I would like some wine. Uh, from which um, uh, place does it come from, and what is the variety, please? He just looks at the bottle. I, I do not know. I am not very well versed in the vines, but he leans over to try and pour some, but that's sort of jolt in the ship, and it just he pours it on your lap. Oh my gosh! I am so sorry! That's alright. I can understand. You can just put it here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The captain just says, Vanda, will you get out of here now? Get back down the galley. Get dessert ready, will you? This soup, I don't think it's going to take us very long to get through. And I expect something more hearty tomorrow. Aye, aye, aye. Yes, <laughs> Captain. Yes, where's the steak? <laughs> Mike turned into branch. <laughs> 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 I'm not very good at French accent, all right? When Dan said it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to say no. It is my Before you speak, every time you have to go in your head. That's to get me in the mood. 
just remember le baguette. Everyone sort of looks around at each other at this, and um, Volper, the surgeon, he looks up and he just says, Well, I don't know very much about this. We didn't have this sort of food where I come from. It's all pastries and, uh, you know, pies and things like that. What about you? And he looks across at um, he looks across at Keenan and he says, uh, "What about you, sir? Are you you are an exotic-looking fellow." Well, to be honest with you, I haven't really eaten much for for a long time, so anything that I can put in my mouth right now tastes amazing. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, they're sort of, you know, Captain's sort of pushing odd bits of root vegetable around in this liquid, and. Uh, and Hendra Windwalker sort of looks around and says, Well, I've certainly never had anything quite like this before. But, um, yes, I'll give it a go. Just starts tucking in. and I don't know, how would a, how would a parrot sort of deal with soup? <laughs> I can't, I with a straw, my friend, with a straw. I think so. I think so. Uh, the first officer just says... Um, one um, bird can't eat soup, soup, but two can. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no. If they were hummingbirds, it wouldn't be so much of a problem, would they? Because they're quite good at getting liquid. But um, uh, yeah, the first officer he looks at Captain. Um, Captain, perhaps we could do something about his menu. I mean, this is just appalling. <laughs> I I know I know. Bad when we were in port because we didn't actually really rely on him. We were just getting food brought down from Carn Lord here. But uh, they got a great takeaway service, actually. Um, have you ever heard of any takeaway services in Carn Lord here? From the from the many taverns? Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, you could just. Oh, um, haven't they got McBullywug? A McBullywugs, yeah. There's a McBullywugs in there. Yeah, yeah. Do they deliver? They do deliver. Um, I believe it's a great. If you if you've got one of these sending stones uh, tuned into uh, Just Feast, they, uh, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Did somebody say Just Feast? Possibly not with this soup, but you know it's fine. I uh, well, I think we'll be doing something we about his cooking. I mean, if any of you are any good at cooking, you know, you could all go down there and... No, uh, no, we should try to order. This is not appropriate. Uh, I don't think yeah, we're going to get very many deliveries to an airship that's on a voyage, to be honest with you. I don't I mean, the Aarakocra seem perfectly capable of... Well, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, we could probably get an Aarakocra messenger to... Oh, and then she looks at Dan. Dan, you could just fly back, couldn't you? I mean, it might be a bit cold by the time it gets here, but we could have a book bullies, couldn't we? He says, um, no, I don't think I'm quite going to be able to do that journey in quite the time you'd like me to. We might, you might be quite hungry by the time I come. Maybe uh, we can find a fly-through on the, on the way. Aye, there might be a fly-through one. We'll have to keep our eyes open. I'm not sure that we will find one. <laughs> well, we can always hope. Uh, so tell me the business you have. Uh, we're going uh, back towards Waterhold. What is it you're hoping to achieve? And what exactly am I dropping you? Well, there's a hill just outside of um, the town whose name 
they cannot now remember. I don't think the name there was a hill a name for the hill. It was just general the, the wilderness. Town <laughs> big, big hill number one hundred and twenty-seven. Yeah. Um. The, the, there's a hill near. We'll guide you when we get near to it. But uh, there was a strange, sort of golem-like figure on top of it, who we have since removed and and unveiled a cave with some technologies within that might help us against the coming situation. Okay. Uh, slight problem. We can't land. So. I think what we might have to do is we do have some rope ladders, drop you there, That's uh, and we can give you a sending stone or something, and then um, we'll head back down to water holes, maybe more up down there somewhere, and then uh, when you're ready, we can come pick you up again. I think it's probably the easiest way of doing it, unless we just stop at water holes, and then you can make your own way up there. It shouldn't be a problem. I don't mind um, It's quicker. Yeah, Hendra says you want to pay a visit to the uh, the merchants in the town. You well, Hendra says um, I believe I could get you quite close. Um, I can fly us in there. That's not a problem. And then yes, I can go to the town. Oh please, oh please, Captain, can we go into the town? I I really could do with probably spending a little bit of coin. Captain, I we can go in the town. That's all right. I think everyone. Somewhere else, rather than back at Carn Lord here. So yes, it's fine. Excellent, excellent. I'm really happy for that. Um, is there anything else you want to sort of? Do you want to ask the captain or any of the crew anything, or do you want to kind of like just uh, skip forward a bit? I mean, it's entirely up to you. How long is the journey going to take us? So you're on the first night. Um, car loader to Thingy um, to Waterhold was, I think, off the top of my head, was about a five to six day journey. And that was in, uh, no, it wasn't. It would be a five, five day journey in this ship because it was only a three day journey in um, Harriet's because it was obviously it's a quicker ship. Um so we, we do have time to teach the uh, young cook some basic camp cooking, then. You can teach him some cooking if you want to go and teach him some cooking, if you'd like to do cooking with Vanda. I do not believe we want to face that soup every night for the next five nights. I think he probably knows other recipes. He was just trying to be fancy. It's the maiden voyage. He wanted to do something fancy. Um, when, the, uh, when the main course is dealt with, however... Um, word is sent and in comes Vanda with a trolley and he uh, takes the lid off and there's like a trifle there um, a lovely looking trifle actually as this is the grand masterpiece of my cuisine knowledge as this is a lovely trifle who would like to try some first oh, I think we could Wait, Logan to try the first piece of trifle. I see no reason to tarry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Big bowl full of trifles there. Mm, help yourself, why don't you? So, the first layer is the cream. I whip up the cream 
and then I spoon it over the second layer, which is a lovely creme anglaise. Because those of us with this type of accent do not believe that custard exists. <laughs> and then underneath, I have made an exciting layer over the biscuit and fruit of blue cheese. I think it adds a certain depth of flavor. Uh, blue cheese. Blue cheese. Oui. Alright. So, enjoy the flavor. Uh, bon appetit. <laughs> I think I will pass. Thank you. And Logan dips in. Big spoonful. It's not so bad, actually. You should try some. The captain just looks at him and says, Oh my god, what have we picked up here? <laughs> no. <laughs> Blue cheesecake trifle actually exists. Is it? <laughs> Does it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is well, amazing you what you can put blue cheese in if you really want to, you know. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, that was quite a good little pull off the top of my head then. I had no idea that was actually a thing. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I mean, if you don't want to do very much other RP, we can skip if you want to do some RP, and if you want to twat around with Vander down in the kitchens on the next day, you certainly can. I don't know who haven't we spoken to yet that we can speak to. And... Oh, you haven't spoken to the bosun, uh, Magnia Walker, the old miserable git. Um, he was one. Of, now he was going to show you around, actually, find you some some quarters. So, would you like to meet him? Yep. Yeah, okay, so he is, uh, I say he's old, he's grey, he's got a short beard. In fact, I didn't tell you what he looked like. He's, very, he's an old man, an old human male, uh, grey hair, short beard. Looks a bit like Captain Birdseye, basically. Um, he's got a clay pipe. Um, he's, he does have an eye patch. He's got very scruffy clothes, rips and tears in them. Um, sort of a blue woolly jumper, uh, black trousers and boots. He says, uh, he's, he's sort of approach him, he's pointed out to you, and you approach him to find your quarters for the evening. Hello? How can I help you? Hello? Hello? Nice uh, to meet you. And you? Uh, what is it you do here? I'm the boatswain. I look after the crew, the well-being. Make sure the ship running in the ships, so you know, up to the captain's standards. Well, you're doing a fine job, if I do say so. Oh, you're very kind, sir. So, um, what can I do for you? You've approached me, but you haven't told me what you want. You ain't any of the unsavory types, are you? He looks at Lily and he goes, Oh my god! Another woman on the ship! Oh, we're in for awful bad luck. I keep telling them, stop bringing women on board. Then they bring on a female captain. It's a man's what game. What are you talking about? It's bad luck to have a woman on board, didn't you know? I'm sorry, but probably it's bad luck because you're so negative about it. Oh, don't get me wrong, I like the ladies. But I think yes, there's I a, a place for a lady, but not on my ship. Well, no, it is, first of all, it's not your ship, it is your captain's ship, who is a woman, so... I know, I was telling them it was awful bad luck, but they did it anyway. Yes. I think they wanted to do it to spite me. Yeah, okay, whatever. 
Anyway, what can I do for you? I don't think I want anything from you, and I just leave. Oh. Okay. What about the rest of you? Have you tried right. this uh, trifle? Oh, not one of Vander's bloody cooking things. Like, oh, it's awful, with it? Been stuck with that for days. Just before you arrived on board. Everyone else is going up to that uh, that restaurant takeaway thing up in the city, but I don't go much for that greasy muck. So I've been dealing with Vander's cooking instead. Oh, would you look at the time? I best be off. <laughs> okay, this has been a very weird interaction <laughs> for me, I must say. <laughs> what about you, sir? Looking at Volter and Logan, what, what would you, sirs, like? What can I do for you? Quick tour of the ship, as I said, and a little bit of a tell us where the quarters are that we can rest our weary heads. I did say this right at the start. Oh, I ter I'm terribly sorry, I missed that. Well, yes, I uh, tell you what, why don't we? Uh, I showed us some empty quarters. Get some rest, and then tomorrow, if you like, I can give you a quick tour of the ship. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. good, good. Empty quarters is good. I, I wish to rest. Well, there's a lovely row of four cabins over here. If you want to uh, tell your uh, friend who's disappeared, uh, she can take one of these, and you're all next to each other. Okay. Yeah, Good very good, yeah, 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 very good. I will, I will send Bumpsy off flapping away down the ship to chase after Billy and uh, guide her to her quarters later. So Bumpsy can go and do that errand because I am going about to sleep and try and sleep it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm following Bumpsy if uh, he's coming to find me. And they're all quite standard, quite plain, these cabins. You can personalize them as you wish. But there's a sea chest like sort of thing at the foot of the bed, so you've got storage. There's your bed. There's a small desk and a chair you can write at. There's uh, a candle on the desk. Um, and that's pretty much it. There's like a small wardrobe to put clothes in. That's more or less it. Like I said, if you want to customise them at any point, any things you find that you want to stick in there, then you can do. Um, but for now, that is your quarters. Uh, I suppose we should have a sleep. If you have a little sleep, you can decide again. Do you want to do some bits and bobs, or would you like to just skip ahead and we'll get on to the next chapter? Yeah, that's, that's enough of that. <laughs> we've, we've done our bit for uh, accent familiarisation, I think, across the... Oh, no, that is a wrong turn back. <laughs> It, it may be that we wish to do a whole interview process with them individually at some point in the future. <laughs> a little Q and A with the crew. How are you feeling about flying in the ship? No, ahead. Did you say the engineer was Norwegian? No, I did not say the engineer was Norwegian. <laughs> I believe he was a Peruvian who had been lost in a rainforest and had never yet encountered anything other than trees. <laughs> He's a mute. 